everyone. Welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and we are reading the Bible together every day this year. Today is day 162, and we are beginning a new book as we completed Proverbs yesterday. Today, we will begin the book of Ecclesiastes. There is a teaching video from the Bible Project that goes with today's reading. It will be linked in the show notes. If you're not following the plan in the Bible app, be sure you check the show notes for that link. These videos are great and they really help us increase our understanding of what we're reading. Ecclesiastes is part of the wisdom literature of scripture and um, helps us to look at life in practical but also philosophical ways. And so um, keep that in mind as you're going through this um, and as we're as we're reading along together. Um, Ecclesiastes reminds us that our lives are not permanent and that they are not eternal as far as our physical earthly lives um, and that we need to let go of the things that we try to hide behind and be our true authentic selves through the Lord and to pursue the plans and purposes that God has for our lives. So that's what we're looking at as we read the book of Ecclesiastes. Um, the One of the Bibles that I have um, kind of breaks it down into themes. I thought I'd just share this. Um, this is the She Reads Truth Bible that I'm looking at. And um, there are themes in the book of Ecclesiastes. So searching, emptiness, work, death, and wisdom. So consider like as you're listening along or as you're following along, um, what we're reading and what theme does it fit into. Um, So anyway, we're going to jump right in. So let's go. We are reading the first four chapters of Ecclesiastes, and then we'll read Psalm chapter eight. So the words of the teacher, son of David, king in Jerusalem, absolute futility, says the teacher, absolute futility. Everything is futile. What does a person gain for all his efforts that he labors at under the sun? A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets, panting, it returns to the place where it rises. Gusting to the south, turning to the north, turning, turning goes the wind, and the wind returns in its cycles. All the streams flow to the sea, yet the sea is never full. To the place where the streams flow, there they flow again. All things are wearisome, more than anyone can say. The eye is not satisfied by seeing or the ear filled with hearing. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done. There is nothing new under the sun. Can one say about anything, look, this is new. It has already existed in the ages before us. There is no remembrance of those who came before and of those who will come after. There will also be no remembrance by those who follow them. I, the teacher, have been king over Israel and Jerusalem. I applied my mind to examine and explore through wisdom all that is done under heaven. God has given people this miserable task to keep them occupied. I have seen all the things that are done under the sun and have found everything to be futile, a pursuit of the wind. What is crooked cannot be straightened. What is lacking cannot be counted. I said to myself, see, I have amassed wisdom far beyond all those who were over Jerusalem before me, and my mind has thoroughly grasped wisdom and knowledge. I applied my mind to know wisdom and knowledge, madness and folly. I learned that this too is a pursuit of the wind. 
For with much wisdom is much sorrow. As knowledge increases, grief increases. I said to myself, go ahead. I will test you with the pleasure. Enjoy what is good. But it turned out to be futile. I said about laughter. It is madness. And what about pleasure? Er, and about pleasure, what does this accomplish? I explored with my mind the pull of wine on my body, my mind still guiding me with wisdom and how to grasp folly until I could see what is good for people to do under heaven during the few days of their lives. I increased my achievements. I built houses and planted vineyards for myself. I made gardens and parks for myself and planted every kind of fruit tree in them. I constructed reservoirs for myself from which to irrigate a grove of flourishing trees. I acquired male and female servants and had slaves who were born in my house. I also owned livestock, large herds, and flocks. <coughs> More than all who were before me in Jerusalem. I also amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I gathered male and female singers for myself and many concubines the delights of men. So I became great and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem. My wisdom also remained with me. All that my eyes desired, I did not deny them. I did not refuse myself any pleasure, for I took pleasure in all my struggles. This was my reward for all my struggles. When I considered all that I had accomplished and what I had labored to achieve, I found everything to be futile and a pursuit of the wind. There was nothing to be gained under the sun." Then I turned to consider wisdom, madness, and folly. For what will the king's successor be like? He will do what has already been done. And I realize that there is an advantage to wisdom over folly, like the advantage of light over darkness. The wise person has eyes in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. Yet I also knew that one fate comes to them both. So I said to myself, what happens to the fool will also happen to me. Why then have I been overly wise? And I said to myself that this is also futile. For just like the fool, there is no lasting remembrance of the wise, since in the days to come both will be forgotten. How is it that the wise person dies just like the fool? Therefore I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was distressing to me, for everything is futile and a pursuit of the wind. I hated all my work that I labored at under the sun because I must leave it to the one who comes after me, and who knows whether he will be wise or a fool. Yet he will take over all my work that I labored at skillfully under the sun. This too is futile. So I began to give myself over to despair concerning all my work that I had labored under the sun. And when there is a person whose work was done with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, and he must give his portion to a person who has not worked for it, this too is futile and a great wrong. For what does a person get with all his work and all his efforts that he labors at under the sun? For all his days are filled with grief, and his occupation is sorrowful. Even at night his mind does not rest. This, too, is futile. There is nothing better for a person than to eat, drink, and enjoy his work. I have seen that even this is from God's hand, because who can eat and who can enjoy life apart from him? For to the person who is pleasing in his sight he gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. But to the sinner he gives the task of gathering and accumulating in order to give the one who is pleasing in God's sight. This, too, is futile and a pursuit of the wind. There is an occasion for everything, and a time for every activity under heaven, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing.
A time to search and a time to count as lost. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What does the worker gain from his struggles? I've seen the task that God has given in the children of Adam to keep them occupied. He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also put eternity in their hearts. I love that verse. He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also put in, put eternity in their hearts, but no one can discover the work God has done from the beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for them than to rejoice and enjoy the good life. It is also the gift of God whenever anyone eats, drinks, and enjoys all his efforts. I know that everything God does will last forever. There is no adding to it or taking from it. God works so that people will be in awe of him. Whatever is has already been, and whatever will be already is. However, God seeks justice for the persecuted. I also observed under the sun, there is wickedness at the place of judgment, and there is wickedness at the place of righteousness. I said to myself, God will judge the righteous and the wicked, since there is a time for every activity and every work. I said to myself, this happens so that God may test the children of Adam, and they may see for themselves that they are like animals. For the fate of the children of Adam and the fate of animals is the same. As one dies, so dies the other. They all have the same breath. People have no advantage over animals since everything is futile. All are going to the same place. All come from dust and all return to dust. Who knows if the spirits of the children of Adam go upward and the spirits of animals go downward to the earth. I have seen that there is nothing better than for a person to enjoy his activities because that is his reward. For who can enable him to see what will happen after he dies? Again, I observed all the acts of oppression being done under the sun. Look at the tears of those who are oppressed. They have no one to comfort them. Power is with those who oppress them. They have no one to comfort them. So I commended the dead who have already died more than the living who are still alive. But better than either of them is the one who has not yet existed, who has not yet seen evil activity that is done under the sun. I saw that all labor and all skillful work is due to one person's jealousy of another. This, too, is futile and a pursuit of the wind. The fool folds his arms and consumes his own flesh. Better one handful with rest than two handfuls with effort and a pursuit of the wind. Again, I saw futility under the sun. There is a person without a companion, without even a son or a brother. And though there is no end to all his struggles, his eyes are still not content with riches. Who am I struggling for, he asks, and depriving myself of good things. This, too, is futile and a miserable task. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their efforts. For if either falls, his companion can lift him up, but pity the one who falls without another to lift him up. Also, if two lie down together, they can keep warm, but how can one person alone keep warm? And if someone overpowers one person, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Better is a poor but wise youth than an old but foolish king who no longer pays attention to warnings, for he came from prison to be king, even though he was born poor in his kingdom. I saw all the living who move about under the sun, Follow a second youth who succeeds him. There is no limit to all the people who were before them. Yet those who come later will not rejoice in him. This too is futile and a pursuit of the wind. And now for Psalm 8. I know some people read Ecclesiastes and like kind of feel this like melancholy 
uh, somewhat depressed like <laughs> feeling after reading it. I think it really just is one of those things that helps us really put life and the things that we think matter into perspective and causes us to step back and say, what does matter most? What should be prioritized over other things? And what does God desire? What, what things matter most in the kingdom? Psalm 8, Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. You have covered the heavens with your majesty. From the mouths of infants and nursing babes, you have established a stronghold on account of your adversaries in order to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I observe your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you set in place, what is a human being that you remember him, a son of man that you look after him? You made him little less than God and crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler over the works of your hands. You put everything under his feet, all the sheep and oxen, as well as the animals of the wind, the birds of the sky, and the fish of the sea that pass through the currents of the seas. And that's our reading today. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we continue our journey to read the Bible together every day.